0: Today's reading comes from Numbers 6, verses 22 to 27. The Priestly Blessing The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace so they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. So in the 1970s, some archaeologists found two silver scrolls in the Middle East and on these silver scrolls was some ancient Hebrew writing turns out that these two silver scrolls are the oldest um, uh, fragment of writing from the Bible. They date back to 600 BC. And guess what's on them? This blessing. This blessing is the earliest remaining um, bit of scripture that dates back 2,600 years. Obviously, it comes from before that but we still have that piece, Um, two two scrolls that were discovered. So it predates the Dead Sea Scrolls and so on. What a significant blessing this is and has been for so long. For the Jewish people, this is still a significant blessing. It was a blessing given from God to Moses to say, right, this is for the priest to say, over the people. But now, because we live among the priesthood of all believers, we can all say this blessing. We can all declare this blessing over ourselves and one another. And it's great to start this new year with blessing. Thinking about how God has blessed us so much, and he continues to bless us, and we are blessed. There's a Greek myth, the myth of um, Sisyphus, and Sisyphus um, was punished for all of eternity because Sisyphus tried to cheat death. In fact, I think he did cheat death once or twice. And so his punishment was he would have to get a big boulder and roll it up a mountain. And that was what he did all the time, roll this boulder up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain, and then when it gets to the top of the mountain, guess what happens? it rolls back down again. And then guess what his next job would be? Roll the boulder up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain. And this was to be his punishment for all of eternity because he dared to cheat death. Well I wonder if sometimes we might feel like Sisyphus at the start of a new year, oh here we go, same old, same old. (laughs) Gotta roll the boulder up the mountain, it's just gonna be more hard work, more chores. You can be like, same old slog. And life can feel that sometimes. It's just burdensome, tiring. The truth from Scripture, the truth from God, the heart of God is to say, that is not your reality this year. This is a three-lined blessing. And at the start of each line, what does it start with? It starts with the Lord. It starts with the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine on you. The Lord turn his face to you. Doesn't need to repeat that, but it does. Why? Because it's all about God. That's what we sang earlier, wasn't it, Kim? It's all about you. And rather than feeling that 2023, here's a new start, it's all about me and about my efforts and all that, I've just got to slog away and prove myself, and here we go again. Uh, no. No. We start this year with God. It's all about the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord, Yahweh, the one who is, the one who is with you. And we know him as Jesus. The Lord bless you. Now, as Christians, we know we are blessed. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms through Jesus who died and rose for you. You've got every blessing. So we can declare this with confidence that this is God's will and his attitude towards us to say, I bless you. Now, we say bless you when someone sneezes, don't we? Now, who's been sneezing? Quite a few coughs and colds going around and people have got that kind of... And what do we say? We say, bless you. But originally they would have said, "God God bless you. Now, if we focus on a blessing without God... We can, we can get things the wrong way around. And it can actually become a curse. So a blessing, it could be a material thing, it could be something really good, but if that's only our, where we go to, a blessing can become a curse. And actually, in Numbers and in the surrounding books, in Deuteronomy and other books in the Old Testament, God set before the people blessings and curses. If you follow me, if you obey me, you'll be blessed. If you don't, if you stray, actually you'll res- your life will be cursed, in, in effect. And curses are real. Uh, and they can, can happen, and, and, and you, know, you can kind of have that sense of, uh, I feel a bit cursed by something. Well, God's will for you is that you're blessed. And that, that curse is replaced by blessing. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Do you know that you're blessed? <laughs> that is true for all of us the Lord bless you abundantly and keep you. Now, if we keep an eye on the time, we don't lose track of time. If we keep something safe, like a spare car key in a safe space at home, um, then we know where it is. We don't lose it. But if we don't keep something, what happens? We might lose it. And it is possible to go through life effectively being lost. Many people just, they feel lost or they are lost. They're in that place of lostness. But God's will for us is what? It's that we're kept. That we're kept by him. God's will for all of humanity is that they're kept. Jesus died for the world. That they might be kept safe in God's hands. So whatever might be coming up ahead and there was a beautiful prayers Duff. But whatever might be coming up ahead in 2023, know that we're kept safe in God's hands. That He keeps you. Like the spare car key that you don't want to lose. God keeps you, keeps hold of you. The Lord bless you and keep you. May that be your and my reality. The Lord make his face shine on you. It says in the book of Revelation, there's no need for the sun. Why? Because God is shining. And it's the face of God shining on us that will give us light. We've had a very busy Christmas and um, had a lot of people. Uh, Tanya's family, we had 16 on Christmas Day, 17 on Boxing Day. We were hosting and... um, so, uh, occasionally, I just went to go and find a, a, a corner of the house to cry in. But, um, <laughs> Tanya was amazing, and, uh, and, uh, and was, you know, didn't get stressed. You, you were brilliant. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, a lot of people in the house. But, occasionally, some people would be there, but they're not quite there mentally. They were there physically, but they were there messaging someone or other. I don't know who they were messaging, but... You know, and their face was kind of buried in their phone. Uh, and just sometimes, you know, it can happen. God, he's, oh, I'm just contacting someone. You know. But when someone's face lights up, when someone communicates to you and looks to you and you see their face, you know that they're there. You know that they're actually in the room, not just physically, but actually present with you. Well, this is a prayer for God's presence. The Lord make his face shine on you. Moses, a little bit earlier in the book of Exodus, he's um, talking to God. And God is like, I'm so fed up with these people. They drive me nuts. Tell you what, you take him into the promised land, Moses, and I'll send an angel. That'll do. And Moses says, no, that won't do, God. Unless you go with us. If your presence doesn't go with us, then we don't want to go up from here. And what does God say? He says, my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest. So God promises his presence. And the word for presence is the same word as face. It's the same word in Hebrew. So if God says, I'll make my face shine on you, he's giving us his presence. I'm fully present. I'm here. God isn't distracted by his phone. He's looking at you. The Lord make his face shine on you. And if he's shining on you, that means he's not mad with you. He's not furious. He's not turning away because he can't bear the sight of you. His face is shining on you. That is the will of God and has been for so, so long. You read Numbers, you read Exodus, you read Deuteronomy, you read Leviticus, all these books in the first five books of the Bible that are called the Torah, they take sin very seriously. They take disobedience very seriously. There's some scary stuff in there as well. But God's heart is to bless, and always has been and always will be. blessing. I know the assurance of God's blessing. And be gracious to you. <clears throat> I don't start this new year thinking, wow, I'm such an amazing guy. This is going to be the year of the Dan. Dan's going to be incredible this year. Dan's going to blow everyone away. Blah, blah, blah. Just talk to my children. They know that's not true. <laughs> my wife thinks I'm wonderful, don't you? But <clears throat> my kids are not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> I need God's grace, and I suspect so do you. We go into this year reliant 100% on the grace of God. That's why it's so great to take communion first day of the year. What do we count on? The grace and mercy of God shown us in Jesus who died for us on the cross. The Lord make his face shine on you. May you know his presence and may he be gracious to you. Because again, God's heart is a heart of grace. Hallelujah for that. Thank God for that. And then, as if you didn't get the message about God turning his face to you again, the Lord turn his face towards you. It's kind of a repetition of the same thing. His face will shine on you, but his face to turn towards you. He's not just listening to you and looking at something else, he's turning towards you, lifting up his face to you, wow and give you what, give you peace whatever may come and we didn't know that Ukraine would be an issue this year or last year sorry and and this year but in the midst of the storm it really is possible to know God's peace I know people among this church will testify to that I know people here who have some trying circumstances and yet you can testify to the peace of God in the midst of... it. I don't have all the answers, but I know God's peace. I feel I'm in the right place. I feel that I'm in his hand. I'm being kept by him. So what do I know? I know his peace. Now, peace doesn't always mean peace and tranquility. You know, that feeling after a big meal and just the kids have gone away and you can snooze in your easy chair. That may or may not be your reality. But you can know peace wherever you are, internally. There may be chaos going all around, but you can know God's peace. And so, God says to Moses, they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. The name of God is on you this year. He's here. just praying earlier, and Chris was praying about the goodness of God. This blessing tells us of the goodness of God towards you. (coughs) Towards me. It's all about you.